0: Well, happy Monday, everyone! Welcome back to the Lakeland Insider. This is Jerry Isinger with you, joined as always by Hafet Mendoza. This is the place, of course, for small businesses and entrepreneurs in the area. Hafet, great to see you, Mister. Nice to see you too, Jerry. I'm just
1: going to say it. I'm
0: going to say it on the air. I missed
1: you. I know it wasn't the same without you. I know. I went gone. It happens. I went to Vegas, and you know what happens in Vegas. I do know what happens. Well, man, I. (laughs)
0: I haven't heard what happens well, in Vegas, but I make assumptions it, from the commercials. And, and you also went to California. And I did, yeah. What was the occasion? Just just to see. To get just out to of travel. the Florida humidity?
1: Yes, but it's really hot in Vegas. But I'm sure it was wonderful. You were in San Francisco, right? Yes, I did, I, I did That's go to am- San Francisco.
0: It's amazing. Too. I'm sorry. It's beautiful. I know that San Francisco it, it, is really cool. There's a long list of troubles they're having out there with homelessness and, you know, the economy and people. You can't find a place to live anymore, but what a place to visit. It is. We're it was glad a, you're it was back. nice to visit. Thanks. Florida missed you. Uh, you know, I miss Florida too. <laughs> <laughs> On the program today. Now we've got a great lineup off that. We've got Scott Parker. He's the COO of YesFit. Are you exercising by the way? You're staying in shape?
1: Yeah. Uh, yes, I am, Jerry. I'm exercising every day now. It's a It's a
0: message we have to keep sending to our <laughs> listening audience. Many of them are small business owners. They're entrepreneurs and sometimes their life can get really out of balance. Mm-hmm. So we have to give gentle reminders. Yeah, I
1: know so you keep right? y- y- me you're always around checking that up on me.
0: Are, step are, on are your you toes. exercising? Thank you for asking. I am not. I went I went downstairs <laughs> to let someone into the radio building. I came up and I haven't caught my breath yet. <laughs> That's why I'm talking like this. My heart I'll check my heart rate on my fitness tracker, but I think right. it's around like <laughs> 190 right now. <laughs> yeah. Also on the program today, we're going to talk with uh, Nicole Bradham. She is from an organization called the Hot Mod Influencer Agency. And it's really fascinating. It's very modern. She's got a lot to share, especially in categories where I feel a little lost. As okay. I shared earlier, this is this is kind of one of those areas I really don't know what I don't know. But folks, if your company has a social media following, anything along those lines, you'll want to hear from Nicole because she has a lot to share. And uh, finally, uh, later in the program, this is a little off the beaten path. We're going to talk with Kim Hiltbrand. She is from Cornerstone Tiny Homes. They have property in polk county that sounds like it's kind of affordable dun 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 (laughs) insert sound effect there so um it's a great lineup folks stick around you're going to want to hear from all of our guests today but let's begin let's bring into the studio the man himself the legend scott parker Great to see you! Thanks for stopping on over. Uh,
2: thanks for having me again, man. It's As always.
0: Well, we promised our our listening audience a bit of a recap because we talked before. For those of you who are listening and are really not aware, YesFit is all digital. If you're not working out, you get the rewards and the motivation to finish races, and it's it's virtual. It's very cool, but you get T-shirts or medals, things of that nature. They've been quite. They're, they're a juggernaut in the quote unquote virtual racing world. Right. However, things have changed recently. We've added a little category, it, it appears, at YesFit, more face-to-face. And this is a big week for it. This is why we had to have Scott on tonight. What is happening at YesFit, and how can I get
2: involved as I'm still out of breath from running down the stairs? What is going on this week, Scott? Yeah, man. We, um, we are opening our first brick-and-mortar gym. Um, it's about 5,000 square feet. The, I guess, official date is september 1st but we're really excited to start working with people um locally you know and and helping them start whatever fitness journey they're trying to accomplish
0: and is this geared mainly to a, like an executive type Does you know do you have all walks of life
2: who's who's it, mostly signing up it's I, I would tell you it's all types um but it is very much a concierge type of service um you work with trainers constantly um, nutritional advice, uh, meditation advice, you mm-hmm. name it. It's kind of all encompassing. It's, it's not that traditional model where, you know, here's your key card to get in the door and go after your, you know, whatever you want. It's really hands on. So you're going to give everyone this week, a taste of what's happening yeah, in so, the gym. So it, leading up to our grand opening, which oh, I we don't have know a soft, o- this is, this week is the soft a, opening. It is the soft opening and we're doing, we're basically doing a week of free workouts. So this morning we had a Coach Marlowe in. She did Flex and Fun, um, but we have them scheduled every day this week other than Friday. Um, what the listeners need to know is on Tuesday, tomorrow, mm-hmm. there's both a 9 a.m. and a 5.30 p.m. Nice. And on Thursday, we're doing three, 6 a.m., 5.30 p.m., and 6.30 p.m., all free. All you got to do is show up. And you'll have a
0: qualified personal trainer there. There will be guys like me have to worry about that. (laughs) Uh,
2: Well, I believe they're qualified. They are on paper. All right, no, they're they're extremely qualified.
0: I call ahead for like defibrillators. Hey, is the defibrillator (laughs) charged? Right. Okay, I'll be right there. So, and
2: even if the work week doesn't work for you, we are doing a 9 a.m. on Saturday.
0: Beautiful. Free. All Sounds right. Great. How can folks find out more about times, directions? You're over off Drainfield Road, but uh, how could they really get into the weeds? Where do we go yep. online?
2: So um, we are on Drainfield Road, mm-hmm. just past what they're building, the brand new 7-Eleven, I Ooh, believe it is. fancy. Just past Airport Road on the right. Um, you can email us at yfactive at yes.fit, or you can call Coach Dimitri, our head trainer, um, directly. His Am I allowed to give this out? Let's over the go air? ahead. Yeah, let's, let's let's just go. Let's just go for it. It's uh, 863-585-9571. That is his I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> well, I cannot number. believe <laughs> that, that just it's, it's on the flyer. What do you want me to do? <laughs> well,
0: if someone can't come over and see us in person, where do we go to uh we have you have the, the weekly releases, mostly weekly releases of a new race, a new event, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can visit um the sister company, yesfit mm-hmm. at Y-E-S dot F-I-T yes There's dot no fit. dot com on the end We get that all the time It's just yes dot fit It's okay. very easy um, Or yfactive at yes dot fit Beautiful. I'm sorry, okay. that was the email Folks, said that
0: Make sure to stay in shape. Make it a priority. Scott Parker, thanks for the time. Always great to see you, mister. Giddy up,
2: guys. Thank you.
0: Now, when we come back, as promised, we're going to talk to Nicole Bradham. She is from the Hot Mod Influencer Agency, and uh, it's really, really fascinating stuff. So stick around. The Lakeland Insider will be back right after this. Welcome back everybody, the Lakeland Insider, Jerry Isinger, Hafet Mendoza. I hope you're having a wonderful start to your week, especially all of you small business owners and entrepreneurs. That's why we're here. We want to be a good resource for you, obviously locally, point you in the right direction. And in this next segment, um, maybe point you to some information. Hafet, how well versed are you in the world of influencer marketing? You know, I've I've
1: I've used some influencer marketing before. Dipped your toes yeah. in that? Yeah, I've given it a try before, yeah. And it's been successful for you? Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't very co- not, wasn't very not, confident. You know, you're here.
0: here. <laughs> you know, that was a half-hearted yes you just gave us. <laughs> Which is why we're going to learn more about them. We are <laughs> actually get your pen and paper out because this I, is good stuff out. from the uh, Hot Mod Influencer Agency. We'll find out first where the name comes from in the studio. Joining us now, Nicole Bradham. Great to see you. Thanks for being on the Insider.
3: I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me.
0: Hot Mod, please do share. Where does that come from?
3: Honestly, I just made it up. Yeah? Yeah. It came to me uh, one day, and I ran with it. It was something unique, and I actually, hot model, I think is what. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe you had, had, uh, it brings buy. it all together. Racing yeah. hot, you know, the
0: hot rods and the hot mods and the hot bods.
3: There you go. You or can't very, go wrong
0: with hot mod, right? right. Or, or <laughs> as you know, in my case, it would be the uh, dad bod, the <laughs> dad bod influencer agency. It's not going very well, by the way. So tell us what, what does the agency do and, and how did you get to it? How did you find this niche?
3: Well, I actually owned a marketing agency and. Um, I also would work on projects for different businesses, and influencer marketing just became very, very much part of the whole social media marketing strategy. And I was managing budgets for different clients to recruit influencers for upcoming marketing campaigns. And, you know, as I started to really learn more about how it works, Mm -hmm. I, you know, i definitely noticed that the influencers really didn't have a grip on what they should be doing or asking for. And then the brands were, were kind of in the same boat at, at that point, a year and a half, two years ago, there was still not a lot established in the sure. industry. And so, so
0: you organically saw this need and I, I assume a lot, it's a lot about communication. You have to talk to the influence, you have to talk to the brands and they don't talk to each other. Well, is that a good assumption?
3: That is a great assumption. And they'll hire agencies who, you know, know that influencer marketing is important but not necessarily have the tools to to make it happen yeah. or were, you know, not given enough money to manage the, the budgets and hire the right influencers for those campaigns. So there was just a lot of disconnect. And that really is what inspired and fueled me to say, you know what, I I really think that I could help. I really think that I could you know, help the influencers, but also the brands and asking, you know, knowing what to ask for mm-hmm. and bringing those two, you know, people together, really it's the same goal, you know, and, and it's been working out. It's yeah. really, it really taken over my life actually. <laughs> so who
0: do you find first? Do you find the clients first or the influencers first, generally speaking, or do they I, find you?
3: I, I can say that Hotmod grew, through the community of influencers. I started talking about, you know, what brands are looking for and how to work with a brand. And people were interested in learning about that. So then the influencers and especially like local creators, uh, we started having that conversation and I helped them and coach them on how to get brand partnerships, but not just that, but also provide quality services and to know what to ask for. and. How to negotiate so it was really like every element of the sure. of the process right because
1: right. i think a lot a lot that has to do with that as well is how do you track results right. from the influencer to the company that's hiring the influencers like how do you track the results mm-hmm. to measure if that campaign is successful or not
3: yeah well fast forward a year and a half and we do have tools like influencer management software that like i currently use that actually um manages the whole process from onboarding to contracting to deliverables we provide creator briefs so that they get to have a you know a a brief of what the business or brand that they're working for and also the like campaign goals like certain hashtags need to be used certain keywords should be included in their description of the in their post and the you know things that they're saying you know sometimes brands and creators Work together, and they might not necessarily have used that product, product or service. So they need to be educated on how to speak to it. Mm. You know, um,
0: are they intimidated? Generally speaking, people from a from a certain brand here or there is there an intimidation factor into stepping into this just because we don't really know how it works
3: with small business? Yes, I've worked with a lot of local Lakeland small business because. They know that influencer marketing can really fuel um, their content needs, and also it's very cost effective. Mm-hmm. You know, if you take out a page in say the Lakelander, you're gonna, it's going to run you a couple grand, whereas you can hire a local influencer for significantly less. Right. And it's still, a, you know, and you get content from it, so you yeah. can get images, you can get videos, and you immediately reach that target market as opposed to hoping that the person who looks in the magazine is going to, you know, take notice where. If you hire a local mom blogger who you know is being followed by a lot of other Lakeland moms, Mm -hmm. then the effectiveness of that campaign is a lot more. And And There's always
1: that possibility of going viral as well.
3: Yeah, right. So, like, the content they could create, if they're good and they, you know, they have, they they pay attention to trending audio Mm -hmm. and what's trending on TikTok or Instagram, then it's very possible that their content can go viral. And so... I love working with small businesses. I've worked with a few already in town and we've had very, um, a lot of success in the campaigns because I it make it about the relationship between the small business and the influencer. And if you're a Lakelander, then you know, you're very, always very Lakeland proud. Mm-hmm. And so anything to like the content creators are usually like super excited to work with a business that they're probably already familiar with and help support them. Cause I also work with nonprofits and you know, so.
0: So yeah. most of it is local, or do you have clients who are national, speak to a digital worldwide audience?
3: I do. I have a, an array of different clients that are, some are in Austin, Texas, um, some are in different.
0: Is that, is that the e-bike? Yeah. That's the coolest thing I've seen Isn't in a it, while.
3: Yeah, it's like retro, vintage, throwback. Yes. Yeah, it's it's with... the
0: kind of motorcycle that you, you like wear the aviator glasses and sit in the side cart uh-huh. sort of look. Right. They have that, but it's an e-bike.
3: Yeah, and I, and I saw that
0: you were so helping popular. to represent them. Yeah. They're really cool. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I might mm-hmm. be a little, it might be up my alley. <laughs> I might still be young enough to pull that off, actually. It's good stuff. So yeah. how do you how do you help a company like that? So you, the conversation starts with, do they have to share everything about what they've got going on so that you can find the perfect influencer? How does that conversation actually start?
3: It, it starts with their goals. And we try to break it up by quarter. So we're moving into quarter four. It's the holidays. Um, and for ModBike specifically, they really want to have more brand awareness. So they're working with YouTube um, creators who can create like an unboxing video or review video that will continue to make them, you know, competition in a very saturated industry of e-bikes. Right. Mm-hmm. So the more YouTube and um, reviewers they can work with, the better. They also do work with influencers and they're looking for um a mix between the two so that we can have content on be on social media, but also be where people really go to search for this and research e-bikes. They usually start in YouTube Mm -hmm. and or Google and Google, you know, will take them to those YouTube videos. It just creates more links for Mm -hmm. them to find in searches. So,
0: so just to make sure I understand the, the brand will make the video and give it to the influencer or the influencer will create that content.
3: They send them a bike, to put together and create a whole episode about reviewing the bike. So okay. it could be scenes of them riding the bike, putting the bike together, um what they call unboxing where they pull all the pieces out, mm-hmm. and put it together on there and speak to their experience um putting it together and then also riding it and then you know cuz people are looking at them they're the authorities in that in you know in the e-bike world, so they trust them already. And that's what you're really getting with an influencer or creator is you they've already established that trust with an audience that You go in as as a warm, you know, warm lead as opposed to like a cold lead, just like to a cold audience.
0: Do you have to be involved in the process? Creatively speaking, let's say you've connected these two and you have seen the video that the influencer has made. Yeah. And you pause for a moment because maybe it wasn't what you were expecting. Are you involved in that kind of creative process?
3: I'm involved in the beginning of giving them enough information about the brand and like what we call again the creator brief. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to YouTube reviewers or even creators is like we want them to be as honest or as authentic as possible. So we hope that they're going to give us a good <laughs> review because they don't want to break the trust right. with their audience just right. because they were paid for something. So most of them are pretty... Um, loyal to that. And yeah. they'll tell you up front, especially YouTubers, I'm going to review it, but I'm going to give my honest opinion. We just have to, you know, try to make our, that experience as easy as possible. So if something mm-hmm. goes wrong or they need a part, we're right there to fix it. And yeah. that does happen and it has happened. But as far as like them creating the content, that is completely theirs. Yeah. I can only guide them and support them, but I can't. Yeah, I can't. I don't edit the, you know, I'm no part of that. But, but just, the
0: product on some level has to be the real deal in some way because it's you've given it to this influence so they're not going to shed their credibility right so if it's terrible uh it's i guess the answer is well then you should have a better product
3: right that's a
0: that's a rough conversation
3: it is you have to believe (laughs) luckily they have a really great product and their support is amazing
0: yeah so now do you gauge that yourself do you gauge the um the product on some level before you jump on and say okay before i hand this off i need you to know you know, between us, this might not go over so well.
3: No, no? I won't. If, if the brand is my client yeah. and there's some, you know, unknowns, I leave that to the creator to sure. figure out. I'll well, give it, them the basics and the information they need to be successful, but I won't put my opinion or bias right. into it. Yeah. Well,
0: and it's it's hard, it's difficult to say, you know. You as an individual, well, maybe you don't love it, but there's a whole demographic who probably will for whatever reason. So I can see how that whole conversation can be very subjective.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a business owner, so I get to choose who I work with too. Mm -hmm. And so when I am deciding to work with a brand or business, it's very much a personal decision as well. And I'm I'm looking at all of that before I decide to take them on.
0: Now, do you have to find influencers to influence (laughs) your influencing agency?
3: Sure. Yeah, I do. (laughs) Luckily, I have a lot of Influencer friends, so they don't <laughs> mind uh, creating content for me.
0: Nice. Uh, yeah. All right. So, what kind of stuff do we see normally? Do we have a wide range of funny and?
3: Uh... Honestly, I have a lot of um, full-time RV families who ah. live and like renovate schoolies and or bus. Buses, school buses, which are called schoolies. Yeah, they live full time in an RV. And That's they kinda a whole live subculture. this Whole digital I've nomad seen those lifestyle. Yeah, I have they a lot. They gather.
0: They gather in yeah. big weekend events. Oh yeah, There's they a- have
3: rallies. They have conferences. Yes. And everything they can do to come together in their community, and they're the greatest people. And I, I have a huge section of that, but I also have a lot of local influencers that I work really closely with, and so. And then a couple of fashion bloggers and things. So it's, All right. a, it's a mix.
0: We have to get into the weeds, yeah. especially on this RV family thing. I want to hear more about this. Folks, we are talking to Nicole Bradham. She runs the operation, the Hot Mod Influencer Agency. We're going to dig in a little deeper. Stick around. Right after this commercial break, we'll get more answers. Welcome back. To the Lakeland Insider, Jerry Eisinger, Hafet Mendoza. Folks, thanks for tuning in. This is the place for small businesses and entrepreneurs. Thanks again to Scott Parker from YesFit. He is quite the gentleman. Coming in, uh, it's a free week of exercises. Make sure to uh, look up more information. Mm -hmm. Yes.fit was their website uh, to find out more about that. Coming up later in the program, Kim Hiltbrand will be with us to talk about sort of an alternative real estate option in Polk County. But we are digging in. We're going right into the weeds with Nicole Bradham. She is from the Hot Mod influencer agency. Again, if you're just joining us, it's the kind of agency that connects brands with influencers. And it's very modern. It's very forward-thinking. Nicole, thanks for being with us. And um let's just let's just jump into the sort of the relationship that the brands have with you as an agency versus the, the relationship they might have if they go directly to an influencer themselves. What 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 is the difference where where can it go wrong if a brand says thanks we'll find our own influencer?
3: <laughs> There's a a couple places where they could go wrong uh and that is to not know exactly what type of influencer or even if they think they know the type of influencer really understand how to review the influencer's social media pl- like accounts to see if it's a good match Um, and then managing the the whole process from contracts and deliverables and meaning like what are you really going to provide for the money that we're spending Mm -hmm. uh, and you know understanding what you're going to get when you get into a partnership and making sure that you're asking for the most and that you're asking um, and getting the most at the end and then you we want this to be results driven to be able to tell if this actually works and it's can be harder to get you know results from the influencer like screenshots is probably the best thing you'll you'll receive (laughs) of you know how well um, like a post does but when you use an agency you actually get you know data-driven reporting because we have the ability to add affiliate linking or Really pull uh, the results of a post from every you know pl- yeah. every platform it's on and give more in-depth analysis of the you know
0: so you can provide real numbers, real mm. numbers to to a to a brand
3: and and we make it very streamlined. I mean, a, a lot of times bit, small businesses, especially, they don't really know how to approach an influencer or who to look for or what to ask for, sure. and so we really make influencer marketing easy and we take all the guesswork out of it and yeah. we do it in by building relationships and having like an on hands-on approach, you know, yeah, you're not right. going to get like, talk to five different people and you're, you know what you're getting. And, and you're also working with another small business owner that, you know, cares about, about the relationship, sure. Right. sure. And me. We, and we yeah.
0: give a lot of credit to influencers. We think they might know everything. Someone we're very close to in town here has started a channel. Mm-hmm. There's like 140,000 followers. People are subscribing to this. Right. That doesn't mean that she knows anything about what you're doing in terms of. She just. She just found 140,000. Well, followers. That, it does
3: <laughs> Yeah, with the creator side too. It's like their creators are running all these channels. They're creating content, and that's what they're focused on. The business side of it. Yeah. They, you know, they may not really know how to go about it and so right. that they might even avoid partnerships because they're nervous that that either they'll be taken advantage of or they won't be able to come through yeah right. with the you know they just don't know how to talk to each be- because other because so. their
1: focus like you said their focus is creating that content exactly and so I, th- I think it's important when when as a business owner you're you're focused on what you're good at mm-hmm. and I think that's where where your agency comes in in the sense that you can connect and say hey we can take the business side and then connect a company to that influencer and then make it something that's viable. Right. And with with the fact that you um, are able to uh, to gather data and provide data for businesses, that's that's essential. That's one thing that lights you up, isn't it? Yeah, you are that's such right. a numbers guy. Data <laughs> driven over
3: here for sure.
1: <laughs> because once you once you can prove a model, once you can prove uh, numbers are working for you, then you can scale that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
3: So. so influencer marketing is not the whole strategy; it's just part of the whole. Like, right. the the overall strategy, you know, you still need Facebook ads and Google ads and all those things, but to ignore influencer marketing in business today is like saying, no, you don't want to be relevant and grow. You know, there's just so many great options working with content creators that, that some businesses don't even realize. And a lot of that's like, maybe you don't necessarily want them to post to their page, but right. you want the content that they are really, really great at creating right. short form videos. And we all know reels and TikTok videos are really what, the way you get any kind mm-hmm. of um, it's such views. a it's
0: such a shift in the landscape though it really is a new world, yep. and it takes some time. I just saw some numbers yesterday for the very first time that the, that the amount of people who are watching content on a streaming device is higher than what we're watching on cable television.
3: I believe it. I think it's... Yeah.
0: that's a brave new world, but it's it's we're just so slow to come to the realization that it's different right. now is the people, way we were with the music industry. It took cons- us a while. Yeah,
1: People consume content so differently now.
0: Yes. Yeah. But a lot of us are very slow and especially I'm assuming if a brand has been around for a good, I don't know, 80, 100 years yeah. <laughs> that they might be slow to this approach. But what are the pitfalls if they if they wake up to it
1: too late?
3: you know they're if your social media is not growing with your audience then they're going to grow out of you and they they are they want to buy from from their from businesses but you just have to be able to stand out and i just think it really can affect your bottom line if you don't have the engaging content that you know the the followers are looking for it's it's very high stakes but it's still possible and it's possible through influencer marketing because they are the ones that it's like hiring a, um, you know, a, like a actor or film crew, but it's all in one, right? And, you know, and, right. and they know what's trending because they're really in tune yeah. with those platforms and their audience. And I think that's one of the, their biggest superpowers is they're on there all the time. Yeah, they know what's what's trending and how to make it happen. So,
0: so are you among the very very first of this? Because to be quite honest, I didn't know an agency like yours actually existed. I just assumed everyone found their own influencers. A go-between is a brilliant idea, but h- how many are there?
3: <laughs> there are actually a lot in Tampa, and Orlando, yeah. and yeah. Miami. The you know the metropolitan areas. Yeah. I think I'm standing out as a big fish in a small pond in Lakeland, and I'm I'm enjoying it. And I love it because my heart really is in um, small business, and so it's definitely there's definitely agencies. A lot of them are like full, mm-hmm. community you know, like full service communication. So they might offer social media digital marketing but then influencer marketing is like an arm of it where my business is completely dedicated to influencer marketing
0: wow i mean it's just such a great now you you have a following you said of people who will help to represent your agency as well they're living sort of in this nomadic world are they traveling i have
3: a large um creator pool of full-time rv families why do you
0: appeal to rv people
3: well i had a really good friend in brandon florida who decided to sell everything and wow. they renovated this tour bus and took their four dogs and three kids got in it and started touring the <laughs> in united that order in, they, they
0: prepared in that order Make right. Sure the right they comfortable. started
3: a youtube channel they started touring the united states and they started getting followers and they're like i talked to her one day and she's like i'm getting all of these brands reaching out to me and i don't know how to like respond or what wow. to how to navigate mm-hmm. this and i was like well, I can do it. I do it for my day job. You know, like that, I could totally help you. Well, things travel fast in the RV community. So she told all her friends. And next thing you know, I had like 10 clients that were all that same job. You know? <laughs> That's
0: amazing.
3: It is because they're awesome and it's been fun.
0: They're earthy. They're like the salt of the earth So type crunchy of people. They're ready. They're, honestly. they're.
3: I mean, I'm jealous though. I mean, they've seen so many, like they so many places in the United States I'm, I just can only hope to go to. So, <laughs>
0: Okay, uh, we have a limited amount of time. How can someone in Polk County or Lakeland reach you? Let's find out how to get in touch with you if we want to find an influencer.
3: You can jump on Instagram or Facebook and shoot me a message and just let me know you're interested we just, in learning we just more.
0: Google search Hot Mod Influencer Agency
3: hot agency hot mud influencer agency i have a google my business and you will find me i have reviews and everything so, I'm, so you're around i'm legit I, I, or you can come <laughs> to catapult i'm like catapult yeah you're, a lot running of times. With the,
0: you're running with the tribe over there at catapult that's right they've got it going on they do man you're just surrounded by all kinds of support mm-hmm. well i'm so glad you came on the program yeah, thanks, thanks for, for thanks for sharing your expertise now i have a whole new my mind is opened Oh, it's good know, to hear. Are
1: you going to become an influencer, Jerry?
0: I don't want to brag, but I have, <laughs> I have tens of people who would be willing to follow me. So, Nicole Bradham, thank you so much for being on the show. When we come back, folks, Kim Hiltbrand from Cornerstone Tiny Homes. Oh, kind of like yeah, Nicole's uh, people there. She's going to talk about some real estate in Polk County. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Stick around. This is the Lakeland Insider. Welcome back to the Lakeland Insider. Jerry Isinger, Hafet Mendoza with you. Hope you're having a great Monday afternoon. Coming up on the show now, we have from Cornerstone Tiny Homes, the owner. Her name is Kim Hiltbrand, and she's actually involved in property here in Polk County. So I think you're going to want to hear a little bit about what she's going on and the possibility, Hafet. it's so crazy for me to say this, of maybe something semi-affordable in the world of real estate in Florida. That's a kooky statement these days, is it <laughs> yeah. not? So let's let's uh, welcome Kim to the program. Kim, thanks so much for being on The Insider.
4: Well, thank you for having me, Jerry. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely.
0: Now, I know that you are not officially local. This show talks about Lakeland-Polk County. You're up there in Longwood, kind of north of Orlando. However, uh, it seems as though that there is something happening in the town of Frostproof. That's here in Polk County, uh, where you're involved with homes... And property itself. So let's let's gauge it first in, in terms of understanding what kind of house uh, are we talking about here? When we think tiny home, we think something on wheels.
4: So, and that's really, you know, the shows that are on TV. Most people promote that sort of idea in their mind when you say tiny homes, but our homes are actually Florida building code compliant. We go through a really stringent uh, interview and, and process uh, with any new plans that we have. They go through a really strict engineering process from there to be approved through the state. Mm-hmm. And while we're building them in our shop, they're inspected just like a normal home would be on on a site. But our homes are built he, away from the site and then completely installed on, at their uh, so final this, this is a regular house. Hmm. It is a regular house. It gets a regular mortgage. Um, Um, It's not a manufactured home. A big difference between the two.
0: Does the name kind of uh, throw some people off in terms of cornerstone tiny homes? Do they have a misconception about a scenario like this?
4: Yes. So most people, you know, they've seen the shows on TV, Tiny House Nation and that sort of thing. Uh And they have some really cool gadgets and gizmos inside to make living easier But 90% of those shows are on wheels. These homes are on permanent foundations. Um, They're a part of the real property allowing you to get a mortgage.
0: Now, the Homes on Wheels, that's where it started for Cornerstone, right? And you've been on some of those shows. What TV programs has Cornerstone been on?
4: Uh, We've been on uh, Tiny House Nation a couple of times. Um, We've participated with Operation Tiny Home to do uh, gifting to veterans uh, for their homes. So oh. yeah, we, we, we've enjoyed that uh, limelight, if you will, a few times ourselves. Cool.
0: How in the world did you find Frostproof Florida? I mean, you've been been on national television and somehow you're connected to Polk County. How did that come about?
4: Well, it's a very interesting story. Um, fishing was a big part of uh, someone that we knew and they said, "Hey." There's some affordable property located in Polk County. So we started to look around and went down to an event that that Frostproof was having and kind of fell in love with the town. So we started looking around. There was still affordable lots available. Polk County was very interested in bringing uh, our type of home to their area. And so zoning was favorable. And so, yeah, we found 5 uh, lots there in Sunray is just south of Frostproof. It's still a Frostproof address, but that's where we are.
0: Okay. Now, th- it's uh, coming up on hurricane season. I'm sorry to put you in this position, but are, are these things safe in a storm? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Absolutely. So they meet or exceed all Florida building codes, meaning that, you know, any uh, sort of wind code, wherever they may, may be installed, has to be met. Uh, we have houses from the Florida Keys, where we know it's very strict down there, all the way up to huh. Jacksonville and Gainesville huh. area.
0: Well, if you're still standing in the Keys, yeah, I, I think you'll say, be okay. And it works County. in
4: the Keys, <laughs> you're going to be fine here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's chump change yeah, compared right. to the Keys. Well, that's pretty exciting. So let's get into uh, a couple of the details in terms of uh, what a mortgage payment could, could actually look like, because affordability is obviously the hot topic. Kim, everyone is moving to Florida right yes. the The prices probably are not going to go down for quite a while demand is here because i think half of new york and half of california are on the road currently coming here so what are we looking at in terms of is this how affordable is affordable
4: so right now we have a, a house that is all on the lot it is ready to go it has a certificate of occupancy it has some basic furnishings in it it has all the appliances and it's listed at $159. Wow. Um, with the local taxes and insurance and that sort of thing, uh, it should be in the $1,000 range for oh, wow. a, a house. Yes. I don't think
0: I can find a studio apartment anywhere around here for, for $1,000. Yes. Wow. And,
4: you know, again, that's going to follow what your credit ends up being and all of that. But that, that's been our experience, Yes.
0: Wow, well, that's actually pretty exciting. So, you have the, the one house on the property now. How big are the properties? Are they as small as the house? Are they, is yeah. it is it, <laughs> When you say a tiny home, does that no, mean a it, tiny yard, too?
4: So, no, these are actually <laughs> quarter acre lots, which are, you know, that's, that's a big house, uh, a normal house size lot. Yeah. You know, you could fit a 2,000 square foot house on these lots. Uh, so that gives you the opportunity oh. to add a swimming pool. You oh, could man. have a garage or whatever.
0: So when do we start seeing actual developments in neighborhoods of smaller homes to accommodate all the people who are moving here? Is that tough legislatively? Is it too much bureaucracy, or do you think that's going to happen?
4: And, and, you know, that's a really long and involved uh, process to get a whole neighborhood approved if it's not already approved. Um, where we're looking to make differences in different communities are places like Frostproof where there is no minimum square footage requirement. So that allows us, because we are Florida Building Code approved and, and built to those strict you know uh, 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 rules, we are approved to go onto those lots. So we have a community in Oviedo. Uh, currently we have six houses installed in Oviedo, Hmm. Florida. That's up
0: near Orlando, right? Just north of Orlando.
4: Yep. Yep. And then we have several houses in another community located in Cocoa, Florida. It's called Braveheart. Um, there you can buy your own lot and, and put on one of our houses or another house if you chose to, but they, also don't have a minimum square footage requirement.
0: So the big question before I let you go, Kim, the house itself, what are we talking square footage-wise?
4: So the house that we have there in Frostproof is 432 square feet. Um, We have models now that go to 503 square feet, and those will fit on there as well.
0: Is that number misleading for people when they hear that number? Do they think of something smaller or something larger when they hear 432?
4: So it's really interesting. We hold tours at our shop here, and whenever someone walks into a tiny home or one of our tiny homes for the first time, they always say, wow, this is a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> interesting. That's always,
0: yeah. What, what's the reason for that? Are the ceilings high or the lot of windows? What, what's the, why are they so surprised?
4: Yeah, so in a typical apartment that's maybe 500 square feet, you have a window on the end of the apartment on each end. With our houses, it's like a typical house. You have windows all around, so it's a light and bright and cheery place.
0: Well, I think it's pretty exciting, actually. A brand-new home for that price.
1: And for the price?
0: I'm telling you. Cheery. What do you think? Yeah. Hoffett's over there taking notes. I think he's going to put – <laughs>
1: <gonna put, laughs> give, give you a call right yeah, after the show. He wants dibs on the house.
0: <laughs> well, Kim, um, before we let you go, how can, uh, how can folks find out a little bit more about what's happening in Frostproof or just Cornerstone in general?
4: So, yeah, give us a call. It's 407-413-9660, or we have a website, cornerstonetinyhomes.com. And probably where people have the most fun, we have a YouTube channel, and I don't know, we probably have 75 different videos of houses that we've done on our YouTube channel, is Cornerstone Tiny Homes.
0: So the, ch- the, the channel itself, you've got videos of the house on wheels as well? Like everything you do is on YouTube?
4: Yes, both okay. wheeled units and the foundation units are both oh. on there, yes.
0: Well, we really appreciate the time. Kim, again, Cornerstone Tiny Homes. I think it's a uh, pretty exciting prospect, and I hope to see more developments and ideas like this because clearly the path we're on, it's a little slow, and it's hard for us to accommodate the uh, number of people who are coming this way. So best of luck. Fingers crossed. Good times. I'm very excited to see what it looks like. Thanks so much, Kim.
4: Thank you, guys.
0: And, folks, we want to thank you for tuning in today to the Lakeland Insider. Once again, special thanks to Nicole Bradham. She is from the Hot Mod Influencer Agency. And to
1: Scott Parker. He's from YesFit, the guy keeping us in shape. Make sure to exercise this week. No, you need to get one of those bikes and then go to the YesFit gym, and you can work out for free.
0: A bike with one of the side carts.
1: Make Make sure it's electric. (laughs)
0: no problem hey folks by the way if you want to you you can always contact us i'm sure you're aware of this but i'm going to let you know you can reach us lakeland insider at gmail how's that that's right that's big money isn't it lakeland insider at gmail shoot us an email say hello and uh, we really appreciate you spending time with us right here on the program we'll be back next monday right here on 96.7 we'll see you next monday five o'clock on the lakeland insider